Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Spray On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. This is the Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about, and some you haven't. How do you do that? I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, well, it is Daily Ticker time, but our phones currently are not ringing, so that's Ah, not good. That's fantastic to hear. We'll see if we can get Brady Henderson on the line here and if the phones are figured out. I don't know why we still don't have Zoom capability. Well, especially now that we're on YouTube, it would be ideal because then we could pop somebody up and they could be on with us and we can all make eye contact. Well, like I, I know we can make Zoom interviews happen because I remember when we had a, a co-host do a show on our station and it basically turned into her just doing her news TV show for three hours so she didn't have to do the work in the other area. We did a lot of those Zoom interviews, and I, I'm i just surprised it's not more readily available. You would think, right? <clears throat> the internet, 2023. Did we get them? Did the we phone got work? Brady, can you hear us? Are you there? Yeah, sorry. Were you guys trying to reach me? Earlier? No, it's no, our, our no, phones. It's, our working. phones are stupid. It's on us. Our technology usually well, I, doesn't I live work. on a boat, so it's probably me. I'm like basically, you know, got the... Campbell's soup can and the string deal. Yeah, I saw a, uh, I saw a Brothers performance, and now I uh, the other day at a Snoop Dogg concert, they were doing like a charity thing, and now I kind of want to ask you, do you have any hoes on your boat? Oh you, is, are you a boats and hoes guy? Come on. <laughs> no, I, I know the reference, but okay. Uh, no. Okay, just Not shows, lemonheads, you know. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Hey, let's get to, I mean, the big trade deadline, come and go. It, it was very exciting. Seattle makes a massive addition. I'm curious your reaction to it initially, when you see the upgrade on the defensive line, and then if it changed at all after you saw some of the other names got tr- that got traded and what they went for. Yeah, so first reaction was um, not surprised because that was a name that had kind of been thrown around. I, I had even said uh, that that was a guy that, that, that that's sort of the exact kind of guy that they need um, defensively, personnel-wise, for um, you know kind of what they want to do. And they have been looking for a player like that even since the start of the season, really. Um, and I think the need was maybe heightened for a difference maker up front uh, after they lost to Chen and Nwosu. So it certainly wasn't a surprise. They gave up more than I thought that they would uh, between, you know, the second round pick and the, and the fifth round pick in the 2025 draft. I think you could probably distill the trade uh, down to um, it's basically a second round pick 
and you're getting, you know, $9 million in cash and cap space for 10 games of Williams. I think that's a fair way to looking at it uh, because if he leaves after this season, you end up getting a compensatory pick in the 2025 draft that would probably equal to or better than the fifth-round pick they're giving up in that draft in this mm-hmm. trade. So I think you could boil it down to just the second-round pick uh, for Williams and about, you know, $8.5 million, uh, nine-plus nine million dollars because that's what the Giants took on in salary. Now, that's part of the reason why they gave up such a high pick uh, was because of that, the salary trade-off there. If they took on the contract as it was, and owed Williams the remaining ten million dollars on his contract, which they couldn't do because they couldn't afford that. Then they would have had, you know, they wouldn't have had to give up a second round pick. You're probably looking at a third or a fourth. Uh, but because the Giants took on the majority of the remaining salary, that's why it got up to a, a second round pick. So I know, you know, Chase Young didn't go for as much. Um, I, you know, and look, time will tell who got the better end of that deal, whether it was right. San Francisco. Um, or the Seahawks, but I know that Young was available when the Seahawks got Williams, and Williams was clearly the guy that they wanted. I think they were concerned about Young's medical situation and the fact that, um, you know, Washington seemed to be intent on trading Young, whereas uh, the Seahawks kind of had to pry Williams away from the Giants, and I think that was kind of a red flag um, when when they felt that Washington – just didn't want to keep Young around. You know, Brady, I, I was reading a couple of your blurbs on the Seahawk page at ESPN, and as a guy who would bet Cleveland plus three and a half, I, uh, I, I was a little hurt by what happened at the end of that game, but, you know, at uh, Lumen Field can be weird for visiting teams. I'm curious, that was a really tough test because Cleveland's defense has been good, and they came through at the end with that final drive. They now get to go on the road, and I love the blurb you have in there, Pete Carroll of, basically saying, hey, what a break for us, another great defense, this time on the road. What did you learn or what have you learned about the Seahawks' offense so far this year? Yeah, I mean, they've got all the weapons that you want. I think they, they've proven to be pretty resilient, too, with uh, as well as they've done despite all the injuries up front. I, I think they've had, what is it, in, in seven games, I think they've had five different offensive line combinations. And, you know, they've had to start backups at both tackle spots for most – uh, of the season or at least uh, at at least one spot for most of the season. And um, so I, I think that, you know, the offense is still, it's still got a ways to go before it, it reaches its peak just because some of the third down numbers uh, still aren't there. And, and some of the red zone issues, you know, they, they, they're moving the ball pretty well, but they, you know, can't always finish in the red zone. And then, you know, Geno Smith is kind of in another turnover funk right now. And, um, you know, as I always say, every interception has a story and, I think the the one the first one that he threw last week, um, you know, that wasn't really a case of him being overly aggressive. That was just a defensive guy making a nice play, undercutting the route. The second one on the tip ball, anytime the ball gets tipped in the air, there's a little bit of luck involved there. Um, for, for Jamal Adams and Julian Love at the end of that game, it was good luck for the Seahawks. For Geno Smith in this one, when a 300-pound defensive tackle tips it in the air and catches it, mm-hmm. that's kind of bad luck. But by and large, you know, that's five interceptions over the past three games, and he, he just doesn't seem to be playing that point guard style of quarterback that Pete Carroll wants him to play. So I would imagine that, yeah, there, there probably is some concern in that building about uh, the turnovers there and, and, and just some of the other miscues, but he's also the quarterback of a 5-2 and two team that's in first place, and he led <laughs> yeah. a game-winning drive in the final minute uh, on Sunday. He absolutely did. He also had a moment where a Cleveland defender like had a pick six in his hands, and he just dropped the pass, and you go on, you fight another day. Is this? Would you chalk it up to the offensive line injuries for maybe his inconsistent play, given where he was last year? I don't know how 
you know, likely it was to repeat the same year he had last year, but would you attribute the offensive line health to maybe the season he's had? I, I don't know if that's the reason entirely. Now, now some of the throws uh, that he missed in that game, I, I think were a product of, you know, their game plan was really designed to get the ball out quickly. Um, you know, knowing that Miles Garrett is on the other side, knowing that he can completely wreck games. They've got some other good brushers as well. And so uh, I think some of those throws may have been rushed a little bit just because that was the, the, the game plan. The the near pick six, it really should have been a pick six because they hit the defensive back right in the hands. I think that was maybe on Jackson Smith and Jigba uh, for stopping his route. Um, but, you know, there's the, you know, the two red zone interceptions. I think those were completely on Geno where he just, you know, got – way too aggressive and, and sort of tried to play hero ball a little bit and made throws that you just don't need to make when you know that you've got at least a good chance of getting three points uh, in your back pocket there. And um, that, that's, that would be the interception versus the Bengals. And then a similar one versus uh, Arizona, both of those in the red zone where you just can't really make mistakes like that. Hmm. They got a brutal stretch of schedule coming up with the 49ers twice and the Cowboys and Eagles sandwiched in there as well. So I guess I'll start with just how important is this weekend's game in Baltimore to go get one of those marquee wins first part. And then the last question I have for you, Brady, is what's been your favorite road trip so far this year? What's been the favorite city that you visited? Oh, uh, well, I got to go with New York. I think New York is yeah. one of the coolest cities on the planet. So that was a Monday night game. They had to buy after that. And I, um, uh, I extended the trip by a day or two just because there was nothing really going on uh, that week. And so I'm always going to stay in New York. Um, And then in terms of this game, yeah, you know, it is, it's going to be a tough one. That's another first place team. I think there's six and two, uh, one of the best defenses in the NFL right now. Now, you know, I think by and large in this part of the schedule, they've really got to make hay uh, knowing that they've got that brutal stretch, you know, coming up in a few weeks where it's two games against, uh, the 49ers, one against Dallas, one against Philadelphia. Um, but, you know, you could just as easily put this game in that stretch and say this is as tough as any of those games. And so I don't, I, I wouldn't view this as a, a must-win game. You know, it's also an AFC game, and so it doesn't really uh, count as much in the standings when you talk about potential tiebreakers uh, at the end of the season. So I wouldn't call it a must-win, but, boy, this would be nice. You'd feel a lot better about their chances uh, coming up in that brutal stretch. Um, if they if they pull this game off, knowing that you've got some pretty winnable games uh, in between then with Washington, which, you know, is bad to begin with, and then they are sort of gone through a fire sale at the trade deadline. And then uh, the Rams, who obviously beat the Seahawks in week one, but I think they've kind of come back down to earth since then. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, Brady, how excited are they in that building so far of what they've seen from Reek Woolen since he's come back and Devon Witherspoon making his debut? He he looks like he's living up to kind of the hype Pete Carroll talked about after they drafted him. I think they're feeling right now about some of those secondary guys. Well, I, I think quietly there's probably some uh, you know comments of see I told you with Witherspoon and you know remember everybody wanted not everybody but a lot of people wanted them uh, to draft Jalen Carter uh, just because he was the you know really high profile prospect at the position of you know probably the biggest need position uh, on their entire roster and look he's he's off to a great start it's probably those two guys right now are the front runners for defensive rookie of the year I know. Um, Carter is leading the NFL in terms of defensive tackles in pass rush win rate as an interior guy. So um, that's to take nothing away from the season he's having. But, you know, Devin Witherspoon looks like the absolute real deal. Uh, And he looks like everything you'd expect of a number five overall pick. And so, um, you know, he's got the interception. He's got a couple sacks. And really, he should have one more sack and one more interception because he had one of each in the Arizona game, and they were both negated by penalties that really didn't impact the outcome of the play. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of excitement there. I, I think Woolen, you know, that interception felt like it was like he was due for one of those just because he'd been back uh, from the, the chest injury for a while. You know, he missed some time over the summer with uh, the, the knee injury that he had to have surgery on. And remember, this is a second-year guy who's still pretty new to the position. So I think that time that he missed, that was – I know he was a Pro Bowl guy but last year, but he's still a young player who needed those reps. And so I think that was a bit of a setback for him. And, and he's now kind of starting to find his groove and in, in making up for the time that he missed. And uh, I remember talking to somebody on another radio show, and, and they thought that, you know, going into that game, that this was the game that he was going to, sort of break out and make a play, and he did with that interception. Awesome stuff, as always. Live from his boat, Brady Henderson, one of our favorites, Seattle Seahawks reporter for ESPN. Go give him a follow on Twitter for all the inside info. At Brady Henderson, Brady, thanks as always, my man. Hopefully we can catch up again soon. All right, you got it, guys. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 